everyone. Welcome to the fourth episode of The Social Muse. I am Preksha Mathur. And I am Akshra. We're in the third wave of the pandemic and it's really important to talk about mental health. So today, we'll be doing exactly that. 31st December 2019. That was the very first case of coronavirus in the world. That was when the world turned upside down. A lot of things have happened since then. A lot of things have changed since then. The one thing that remained constant throughout the pandemic was online classes. The uncertainty about the reopening of educational institutes is still widespread. The students live in a constant state of uncertainty. Millions of students are missing out on practical learning and social life. Students are worried that their personality growth is stagnating. Children's mental health is deteriorating. Medical students are being overwhelmed with work. School students are in constant stress due to uncertainty in exam dates. And college students are worried that their lack of proper practical knowledge may actually risk their career opportunities. This pandemic, we all felt blue. Just how a candle can both defy and define darkness, the color blue represents mixed feelings of hope and despair. The same blue that is associated with sadness and aloofness is also associated with calmness and tranquility. Thus, we have chosen the color blue as the theme for this podcast. To address the concerns of the students, we welcome our special guest, Mr. Murali Dharan S. from the Counseling Department of VIT Vellore. With every new wave of the virus, I tend to get more and more anxious that it may affect my loved ones. How do we overcome this anxiety? This anxiety or fear associated with the possibility of the virus affecting us or our loved ones is present in almost all of us. Some of us know that if we get affected, we can probably pull through. But it's our loved ones who might be more susceptible to the virus, who we are afraid for. We are approaching it realistically and understanding that there's a line between a healthy concern and preoccupation with anxiety-inducing thoughts is important. We need to draw a line there. Sure, there is a chance that they might be exposed to the virus. And even God forbid, they might even be infected. But what is within our power is taking care of them, ensuring that they are in a safe environment being more responsible individuals is all we can do. Convert the thought into action, responsible action. That's a way of taking your mind off of unhelpful thoughts, rumination or excessive brooding and putting in the required action or effort. From the onset of the pandemic, I've been feeling very overconfident of my abilities even when I'm wrong sometimes. How can I reduce this overconfidence, sir? This is a pretty interesting question. There's actually a phenomenon known as the Dunning-Kruger effect and it's a kind of a cognitive bias. Usually when we start learning something new, during the initial stage when we gain new knowledge, we tend to overestimate our ability and our confidence shoots way up. But then as we keep learning more and more, we come to realize how vast the gap in our knowledge is. This is usually when people tend to get discouraged and lose motivation and they give up. 
it is only when you keep pushing and keep learning will you regain that confidence and it will also be substantiated by your knowledge for a few months i've been feeling nervous when i see more than 10 to 15 people together i'm also feeling scared while asking doubts in my class what can i do about it well uh, what you just described it's what someone with social anxiety typically feels i would like to refrain from using terms such as social anxiety disorder because i feel that we are very quick to label ourselves and others around us with various disorders you may be experiencing symptoms of a specific disorder without having the said disorder because the diagnosis of a disorder requires a lot of factors with the severity of the symptom the duration the effect it has on an individual's functioning and many more but nevertheless for someone who experiences such symptoms the best way is to experience them but mildly there's something called graded exposure which we use in our therapy where we expose our client to a feared stimulus in this case social situation but gradually like you start with something that elicits minimal fear and then you gradually progress upwards but of course if symptoms are too severe it's best to consult a ther- therapist and have a proper treatment plan i find it difficult to stay focused in online classes i keep getting distracted no matter how hard i try can you share a few ways in which we can try to stay more attentive in online classes here we should understand that it's not possible for the human mind to stay focused on a specific thing for a prolonged period of time our attention it tends to fluctuate our mind it tends to wander but it's a matter of degree some people get easily distracted whereas for others it might take a little longer but our mind it inevitably gets fatigued when we attend online classes for a long duration of time so i urge people to take breaks every 20 to 40 minutes just 5 minutes of break is more than enough but you have to ensure that that 5 minutes does not turn into a half an hour of mindless scrolling through facebook or your instagram feeds i would also like to recommend something called mindfulness meditation and it's nothing like the notion that people normally have about meditation it's very practical incredibly effective and very easy to practice you can look it up on the internet yourself or contact any of the counselors if you need more information about it i'm always worried that batches who are attending online classes will be having less exposure compared to the other batches this lack of exposure may make it hard for us to get good opportunities in the future can you share tips for being less anxious about the future there's no denying that the batches who are attending online classes are having an experience of college life and learning that differs majorly from batches that had offline classes but either way online or offline the learning process is largely dependent on your actions on your will to learn here i do not mean to trivialize the struggles that students have to go through because of online classes definitely it's stressful it's very hectic and it does take a toll on the mental health of students 
but what i want is for people to realize that you will always be in control of your life there will always be an option what matters is are you willing to take that option are you willing to tread that difficult path and as for the fear associated with future career prospects here i would like to paraphrase something that i read recently and it genuinely stuck with me and it goes uh, something like this your work should be like an act of love not a marriage of convenience so don't settle for something that you're pursuing just because you want to survive pursue something because you're passionate about it so you will face obstacles and you will have to go through tough periods where you want to quit but if it's what you're genuinely passionate about one way or another you will keep pursuing it till the end and one thing i can promise you that if you're relentless in your efforts and honest in your actions things will work out for you you have provided us with some wonderful insights sir from dealing with social anxiety to not lose motivation while learning new things and for the tip of staying focused by taking breaks and for the advice of staying true to our passion we will make sure we utilize your advice for our personal growth and to stay strong mentally in these difficult times during the pandemic it is necessary that we do not lose hope and stay motivated thank you for the enlightening information on mental health in the third wave special thanks to the counseling department we appreciate having a lot of things clarified and being guided your advice for staying focused in online classes is especially useful we will try to inculcate these habits in our day to day life thank you to all the people for tuning in we end our podcast on a positive note with a quote by dan milman you don't have to control your thoughts you just have to stop letting them control you stay tuned